0: Welcome to Musings of a Wildflower, lessons and stories from the most unlikely of places. Think of them as modern day parables. We invite you to grab your favorite coffee, tea, or juice and join us for this episode shared mostly by Casey and some of her tribe. So, hey guys, it's me, Casey, and we're here for another episode of. Musings of a Wildflower. In fact, we're starting a new series and I I broke them up as seasons because I didn't know another way to do it. But anyways, so it's also season three, if that makes sense. Um, But this episode is really just introducing a new series called Take the Stairs. Um, I have tried to approach this topic a lot of times and because of fear or thinking I would say the wrong thing or thinking I would offend people who I really love. Um, I never really did it or I thought that people would think that I was taking for granted what it is I get to do for a living. Um, I never did it, but God has really worked on it with me. Um, This is probably the scariest (laughs) topic I've talked about so far. Um, So bear with me as we do take the stairs. Um, So just for this series, I'll tell you the name of the series, which you already know take the stairs. Um, And I'll also tell you some of the episodes that are coming up. And then if you listen closely, we're stalking my friend Naomi. So I'm going to let you know how I need your help in helping me to stalk her. I mean, like, don't go to her house. Just we're just talking social media here. Um, But at the end of it all, uh, the goal is honestly to really approach this idea of humility um, and what that means for for all of us. Um, So it is my pleasure for you to listen to this week's episode of Musings of a Wildflower as we introduce the new series, Take the Stairs. About this, like, director thing, the thing that I was like, eh? And so I use it when I do the videos, and so I'll, I just feel like I should use it now. That's how you know we started. So hopefully you have your tea or coffee or whatever it is you consume. I had green lemonade from Whole Foods, which is bomb for those of you who don't know. Um, So that's what I drink. Hopefully you have something to drink um, (laughs) to keep you company as we chat a little bit. Um, Of course, this is Musings of a Wildflower and my name is Casey. And miraculously, there are still people listening to this (laughs) random (laughs) series of thoughts that we record and disseminate to unsuspecting listeners like you. So I just want to say thank you. Um, I I don't take it for granted that people um, not just listen, but really um, take into consideration the things that I say. Um the older I get the more I realize how important it is for us to be mindful of the types of things that we allow um into our ear gates and our eye gates and my grandma taught me that as a kid and I just thought it was super creepy and spiritual and a little a little mysterious or whatever but like as I get older I realize how how cognizant I have to be of what things I listen to and what things I watch. And so the fact that you consider the things that I say in this platform, in this space, um, a healthy space and a space that is um, helping God produce fruit in your life is not, it's not lost on me. Um, so I appreciate that. And I wanted to kind of start off just by saying that and sharing my gratitude. Um, you guys were amazing with the last series, Spirit of Poverty. Um, I told you guys, i um, maybe two, two episodes ago, for me, this whole thing was really about being faithful. Um, I know as a creative, sometimes we start things and we don't finish them or we have these great ideas and they never, they never materialize, um, even though they are wonderfully God-inspired ideas. And so for me, that's what Musings of a Wildflower has been. Um, So I thank you for making it easy for us to converse. I mean, it's not about listeners, but it's so dope to have people really listen to me and, and, and hear me out. And the way you guys interacted with um, the last series was amazing. I got DMs um, on Instagram, people um, writing comments and and reviews for the for the podcast which apparently I didn't even know existed but that was super dope so thank you for that um and this week we're gonna start something a little bit new a new series um it's not really this episode is not really a story per se I guess um There's definitely some truth in it. I don't think it has as much of a funny story as me racing my mama or falling down a flight of steps or all other kind of random things I do. Trust me, there's more of those. Uh, But this is more of just being honest. Um, Speaking of that, man, I have really... Uh, It's taken 32 years, but I have really started being intentional about intentional about embracing um, that title of storyteller. Um, So most of you know me for singing and you know me for what I do here on the podcast, but um, I'm really just sort of branching out and allowing God to, to use me in, in different types of ways. So I will not only be talking to you all on the podcast, but I think at least two times in the next month, I get to actually go, um, out in the public and talk. <laughs> so, um, uh, man, keep, keep praying for me. Keep thinking about me. That is, um, something I'm still super nervous about. I think singing is so natural for me. So talking when there's actually people watching me in real time seems really terrifying. Um, but i I hope to bring the same level of honesty that we're able to have here on the podcast. So this episode, this whole series, so we're going to do three, um, maybe four. I'll tell you about the maybe four. I need I need you all to convince a friend of mine to do something, but we'll get there. So <laughs> this uh, series is going to be um, three, possibly four episodes, um, but it has taken me about two years to finally record and to converse about. Um, I literally have a fully recorded version of this that I never <laughs> I never put out. I have a fully recorded video that I do for my series on Instagram called Dear Worship Leaders that I never put out. Um, and the reason behind it is that I'm really... I think it's easy to point fingers and talk about the holes and critique uh, particular cultures. And I think what I am talking about is a critique of the culture of worship and worship leading um, and just ministry as a whole. And it's difficult to critique something that you're also a participant in and a part of. Um, and so for me, I was initially really worried like, well, am I, am I you know, biting the hand that feeds me? Am I Am I doing something that seems like I'm not? um, appreciative for, for the platform that I have. And I don't think that's true at all. I, I think that was just kind of a scare tactic and a fear tactic, um, to get me to not talk about something that we really have to guard our hearts against. Um, and that is, I am, Man, probably over the last year, and and maybe even longer than that, maybe over the last two years, I've just become increasingly concerned about this idea of worship celebrity. Um, And I don't mean that literally like a celebrity, (laughs) but I mean the way that we celebrate worship leaders and the way that we celebrate people that are in ministry. Um, And I've seen what feels to me like an over concentration or this sort of hyper-focus on the skills and the gifts of people in this really exclusive sort of club. Like There's m- thousands, millions of people that sing, um, and some of us get the opportunity to do it for a living, and we get to write songs for a living. That's amazing. But I, I started becoming concerned because it seems like, like we were becoming... That whole culture was becoming like so fascinated with the gifts of people that we don't care about the people. As a whole, we don't care about whether or not they are spiritually healthy. We don't care about whether or not they are mentally and emotionally healthy. We sure don't care about whether or not they're physically healthy. If my grandmama was alive today, she would say that Fat Luther sings better than skinny Luther Vandross any day. <laughs> like that was her. <laughs> that was her argument. Um, and so we're not concerned about all those things. And we just keep elevating people. And what I not only... I'm concerned about the way that we're elevating people, but I think what's breaking my heart even more is the way we're watching people fall. And so we put them we put them on these really high pedestals um, that are man-made and then when they fall, we look and say, "Dang, <laughs> look at them, they on the ground." And the truth is they fell off of a pedestal that we built. Um and so it started really breaking my heart, man, is people that I know and that I love that I see are struggling with how to handle something that they used to do for free. Like a lot of us grew up in the church. We grew up in our parents' churches. We grew up in our family churches. did nobody pay me to sing when I was five and six years old? did nobody care? You better get up there and sing for every mountain. First of all, why was I singing for every mountain like before the fourth grade is ridiculous. What mountains I had, I don't know. If you don't know that song, just don't mind this. But it's like a, super, it's like a testimony song. But what testimony did I have? When I was nine. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> but like it's things that we never got paid for, that we didn't get a lot of attention for necessarily. Um, and now we're in this weird thing where now a lot of us, and it's a blessing that we get to do this for a living, like we get to do this full time. Um, and now people are paying us for it, and now we're getting treated differently because of it. And we fly in a certain class, and there's a guy in a black suit waiting at the airport, holding the sign with your name on it, waiting on you, and then they want to know what kind of food do you like in your hotel room? Like, and, and I am at the, at the bottom of the total poll, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the kind of stuff I experience. So I know, you know, people that I admire who have been doing this for a longer period of time, like the Kirk Franklins and Fred Hammonds and CC Winans of the world, like they have, and even, you know. And even more of that, that experience. And so I was really concerned about it. And I started getting upset because I was like, man, there are good people that are falling apart in what should be ministry. There are good people that are losing themselves in what should be ministry. And so the last time I did this whole, when I went to record this the first time, it was like, you know, I don't think that we should celebrate worship leaders and pastors. And it was this very sort of militant, (laughs) militant thing. Um, And I think it was coming from a good place, but it was misinformed. Um, And so thankfully I never had the... I never had the courage to post it, and I think what I really needed was more time to think it through and more time for God to really sort of sort that out in my heart. Um, because a part of it is that I am an introvert by nature, so that type of attention just naturally I don't like. Um, and so for me to take what I don't like and then make it a hard and fast rule is just dumb. Um, and I think it is part of it's a part of the downfall of what we're doing in the in the culture of faith, taking stuff we don't like and saying Jesus don't like it, and that's just not true. Um, And so I'm thankful that God really sort of worked with me through it. And it really wasn't about people putting you on a pedestal. Because what I figured out is that like we have little, if any, control over how people elevate us. A lot of the things that we do are, you know, for me, they're attractive. They are things that people really care about, things that people really admire, especially those of us who have jobs that are very um, overtly creative and people can see the product of what we do very easily. I mean, it's an exciting thing and I understand that. And so for me, it was like, let's take the onus off of people elevating us. Cause I just think that's the nature of people to see things that they admire and to be, and to gravitate towards it. But really we don't have any control over that. We don't have any control over how people elevate us, but what we can do is we can take the stairs. Um, and so I want to introduce that series, um, this series called take the stairs. And what I mean by that is humility is always an option. People are always going to be fascinated with who can sing and fascinated with who can draw and who can write and who can make things. And even if you don't work in a creative field, I think just anointing in general is attractive. If you work at Coca-Cola, if you work at the Piggly Wiggly, are there still Are there still Piggly? Okay. Wait, okay. Pig Piggly Wiggly is like a grocery <laughs> a grocery store. There was one when I was in- okay, never mind. Maybe it's just a country. <laughs> If you know what the Piggly Wiggly is, let me know. That has nothing to do with anything. But my point is like, if you are in purpose, purpose is attractive. And it doesn't matter where you're doing that purpose, where that purpose is being fulfilled, it's attractive. And so the idea that people will gravitate towards it and want to celebrate it, it's natural. And I think it's healthy. Um, and it's something that I want a really close friend of mine to talk about. And we're going to try to, <laughs> we're going to try to like sneak this suggestion in. She literally doesn't even know I'm talking about her, but we're going to try to sneak this suggestion in. But the truth is we don't have control over it. But what we can do is take the root of humility and take that root of humility, like consciously, consciously, not just like You know, when people be like, oh, you sang so good. Well, bless God. And I mean, I guess people are serious when they say it. Sometimes it feels a little disingenuous. I'm like, you know, it was good. And and I've done it too. Like all praise belongs to the King. And I think those things are great. And there's, I'm sure, phrases that we can say when people um, celebrate the things that we do. But I think what's even better is when we start to cultivate a heart of humility. So then even those things aren't contrived and those things aren't just little phrases that we that we say that don't really have any root in our heart, uh, which is which is the most important thing. So for me, like anybody can say anything. Right? Like anybody can say, Oh, well, all praise goes to the Lord. Um, like whatever. But is your is that like your heart's posture? Is that to, or is that just something you've rehearsed? And it's something like God has checked me with too. Like, is that really how you feel, or is it just something that you say? Um, so there's a verse in Mark 9 that says, And he sat down and called the 12, he being Jesus. And he said to them, if anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. And I think like that's a verse that we all know um, and it's a verse that we probably have heard, but until we digest it and it becomes a part of our daily decision making, it's just words on a paper or words on your cell phone or, or words in this book that just, you know, is on a shelf. Like until it becomes a living, breathing part of what we do, like humility is just this great idea. Um, and so for me, I try to think about what, what I try to think about with this with this series in particular are like particular ways that I have had to work to cultivate humility in my heart. It is not something that comes for me very naturally. I think we are all selfish people. Um, and whether we say it out loud or not, it feels good for someone to tell you that what you do is amazing. It feels good for someone to say especially if you've put in a lot of work and time and investment in what it is that you're doing, it feels good for somebody to recognize it. And I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with it. There's nothing fundamentally wrong with that. But I think what it starts, when it can become wrong, is when we start to chase that. Um, And so for me, you have to be really intentional about constantly having acts of service that you do, expecting nothing in return, to cultivate humility in your heart. Um, And so I'm going to tell three stories or so. Maybe four, if we can get my friend to come on. Let's just keep that in mind. We're trying to convince someone to come and talk about something. Um, so the first one is called Water Bottles. And I've shared this story before, but um, it talks about me being, A, I'm just the only child and I'm just selfish by nature. And a lot of times I'm just, am not thinking about other people. <laughs> That's just the honest to goodness truth. Um, and so about probably at this point, maybe eight, Seven or eight years ago, I just asked God to really start helping me cultivate a heart of servanthood. Um, And it started with uh, water bottles. So I'm going to share that story with you. So the first episode coming out next will be water bottles. And then after that, we are going to talk about praise team outfits. (laughs) Maybe this is just something in the black church, because when I... And when I'm able to serve with my friends who don't necessarily serve in the Black church context, I don't necessarily see this as often, even though everybody still sort of looks like they dress alike. But like in the Black church, it's like, color-coded uniforms, like we're wearing denim and white, <laughs> whatever. And so literally for years, I would just not wear whatever, like, was, <laughs> whatever they told me to wear. And I thought it was because I just didn't care. And I thought it was stupid, but honestly, it was a heart condition. Um, and so I really want to talk about, you know, I don't want to talk about praise same outfits because I still, I just don't like dressing like other people. If you've done the Enneagram, I'm a four, so... Just being unique really matters to me. And the idea of wearing the same clothes as somebody else makes me want to throw up. But <laughs> the truth is, it, it was deeper than clothes. So the second episode is about pricing outfits. And the third episode is about not this major testimony or something that I've overcome, but it's something that I struggle with on the daily and that's transparency versus translucency. So we talk about all the time about being transparent and I have a hard time just like letting people in, especially when I'm serving with people. Um, And maybe you feel this same way with people who you work with, like they don't need to know where I live or what's in my refrigerator or what my last name is, whatever, however you feel. Um, And so for a long time, I was, there was always this distance between me and people that I served with and people that I served in leadership over. Um, and I wish I would have known it more then, but like the more that I began to serve, the more I began to travel and serve in different spaces, I realized how much um, people knowing you is important with to people being able to serve alongside you and serve with you um, to have unity of vision. But I've also seen it go the complete other way where it's like, I think you're I think you're sharing too much. Um, and so <laughs> I think it's this weird balance that those of us who who serve in any capacity, I wanna be clear, like I'm not just talking about church. Uh, my prayer is that wherever you are working, wherever you are investing your time and your talent and your attention, that it is purpose-filled. Um, and that can be a classroom, that can be an office, that can be a factory, that can be at your house, that can be as a parent, that can be like, whatever, whatever the capacity is, I hope that we can really, you know, get something out of this same series about humility, man, taking the stairs every single time. So those are going to be the three episodes, water bottles, um, praise team outfits and transparency versus translucency. So here's the thing I was sharing. I have a really close friend named Naomi. Her name is Naomi rain. She's Naomi rain on Instagram. You need to go follow her. And then you also need to like let her know that we want her to talk about what she talked to me about, about this series. And she was talking about how like we just try to push off um, people giving us credit and people celebrating us. um, And that that's not necessarily (laughs) always the best approach that there is goodness in us celebrating one another in faith. Um, And she talked about it with me because it's something I struggle with. Like I said, I'm the first one to be like, nah, I'm good. Like, oh, I love that song you wrote. And I'm like, let's not talk about it. (laughs) Um, And so she was really just as a friend coming to talk with me about it. But I think it's another perspective of this that really does need to be shared. So here's what we're going to do. If you're on Instagram, go follow Naomi Rain. I think she has like a black and white picture with her cute little hair flowing and she can sing her face off and she can write. Like I'm celebrating her right now. Yes, then you need to DM her and let her know that me, Casey, wants her, Naomi Rain, to come here to Musings of a Wildflower and talk about how we're able to, to... accept people celebrating us in a way that still glorifies God, but isn't like this disingenuous, oh no, I really can't sing. Like she she talks about it in such an amazing way. So stalk her. Let her know that I want this and maybe she'll do it. Huh? No? Is this bad? Does she live? Okay, I should figure this out. I'm still keeping this in here because I really want her to do it. Naomi Rain. N-A-O-M-I-R-A-I-N-E. Go find her. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so that, that, is, that that's the goal for what it is we're doing. Um, and I, I want to share a verse with you um, to kind of close out. I feel like I've been talking for a long, long, long time, but it's good. We're here together. So it's all good. But I want to share a verse with you out of 2 Corinthians um, that I feel like I've read it before, but somehow... I missed it. I don't know. You ever like, I think when you grow up in church, I talk about this a lot. Like my context is church. Like I grew up in the church. I still serve in the local church. Shout out to City of Praise. I love y'all. I'll see y'all on Sunday. Um, But like, (laughs) I I love church. But I think like the downside to that sometimes is that we hear things um, so often that they don't take root in our heart. Which sounds weird. You would think like the more you hear something, the easier it is to absorb it. But sometimes the more you hear something, becomes white noise and it stops being a truth. It just starts being just something you're used to hearing. Um, So I feel like that's what's kind of happened with this verse, but I really want to loop back around to it. And we're going to talk about it a couple of times through this series. it's 2 Corinthians 10, and I'm reading out of the English Standard Version. So there may be another translation that's even more descriptive, but this is verses 17 and 18. And it says, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord, for it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but it's the one whom the Lord commends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what I hear that saying is like, it's not the person who thinks so highly of himself, but can God really trust you? So like, who cares if someone thinks that you can sing well, if your heart sucks, who cares if somebody thinks that you're the most amazing graphic artist and you've worked for everybody under the sun, but God can't trust you to do what's right at Starbucks. Like God can't trust you to be kind and to be humble when they get your order wrong on your you know latte like like who cares about the big stuff if your heart isn't in the right spot um and so for me my, my prayer for you all is that like i hope that this is what the pursuit is so whether it's in what i do you know storytelling writing songs leading worship talking in a room and then recording it and then putting it out and hoping that people like y'all listen to it, whatever it is you do. Like, I hope it's not so that you can commend yourself. Um, And what I loved about this verse is like, I feel like some verses feel when I read scripture, some verses feel really script, really cryptic. Like you don't really know like what the root of what they're saying is, but this verse like gets to the root. It says, for it is not the one who commends himself who is approved. Cause that's what we're all looking for. Like we, we want approval. We want to be liked. We want to be loved. We want to be acknowledged. We want to be admired. And it doesn't matter if you're an introvert, an extrovert, an ambivert, a- another kind of vert, whatever you are. Like the truth is like there's something in your heart that wants to be approved. And the deeper truth is that there is not a single human on this world that can feel that need. And so it's not the one who commends himself. It's not the person who believes their own hype, whoever feels that let that level of approval, but it's the one whom the Lord commends. And so like my prayer for you is like in whatever capacity you're serving. And like I said, it's not just for the church. And I hope we get that in our hearts that everybody that is called to ministry, which I believe is everybody is not necessarily called to the ministry of church. They're not. Some people are called to the ministry of teaching. Some people are called to the ministry of, I don't know, making microphones so that we can record stuff like this. I'm just saying like... (laughs) I think that's important because if not, you'll miss things thinking that they're not for you. Um, But the truth is, man, we want God to be the one who commends us. Um, And we want God's approval over anything. And I think when we have God's approval, a lot of times man's approval comes with it. And that's dope. Man, I love to get it still makes me uncomfortable, but I I do understand like how amazing it is for songs that I've written to literally travel across the world to places I've never even been to yet to touch people um, in a way that is meaningful and that is substantial and in a way that that changes their life and changes their view of God. Like that, that's important to me. Um, But when I start chasing it, I think that becomes the issue. And when we start chasing people commending us, I think that becomes the issue. So I pray that this series, Take the Stairs, um, just opens your heart um, and gives you some practical pathways to humility. Um, Humility is one of those things. I feel like it's one of those sort of buzzwords in the church world, like, be humble grace and mercy. And, and I don't know that we always talk about what that means in true practice. Um, so so my prayer is that this does that for you. Um, I am totally cool with being a sacrificial lamb, telling you some ways that I have really missed the mark um, and some ways that I have dropped the ball and some ways that I have let my pride really run me um, and let it take away some of the joy of serving um and the ways that i have to constantly check myself every single day because because of what i do like a lot of times every everywhere i travel with like i'm the special guest and if we're not careful man you can start digesting that stuff start feeling your like it can go bad quickly. And so it's an honor for me to be able to share some of those things with you from an honest place. Um, And hopefully just through the sharing, God will continue to speak. Um, So I'm going to pray for us, uh, pray over what it is that uh, God is doing through this series, Take the Stairs. Um, And man, as as I, oh, don't forget to go stalk Naomi Rain. We want her to talk about this. I'm going to see her in like two weeks. So we got two weeks to make this happen. (laughs) she's either going to think this is great or she's going to punch me in the face and I will let you know which one of those it is. But she has an amazing uh, take on this. So I really would love to, to get her input. Um, but man, I'm going to, I'm going to pray uh, about this series. I feel like it's something that we should always do when we meet here on Musings of a Wildflower. I've never done it before. So here goes. <laughs> God, we thank you. Um, thank you that you're, merciful and thank you that you are so kind and you allow us to grow in the knowledge of you and grow in the awareness of what it means to love you, not just in word, but in action. Um, And so our prayer is that you grow us in the area of humility, um, that you begin to expose to us part, parts of our heart that maybe are really focused on people admiring us. And we've forgotten how much greater it is that you commend us. Um, and 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 for that, we we repent. Uh, we repent for chasing the approval of other people instead of chasing your heart. Um, and so my prayer as a storyteller and my prayer in facilitating this conversation, God, is that you say whatever it is that you need to say to every single person who's listening. Um, there are parts of what it is that Need to be shared with humility that my education, my, you know, however charismatic I may be, however communicative I may be, it's not enough to really share your heart. Um, So, my prayer is that you do what only you can, which is open the hearts of your people, um, and that in whatever capacity, uh, what we're doing here just shines a light on you, um, and that what we're talking about here um, opens people's hearts to what it is you really desire of them. Um, thank you. And God, I I know this sounds, my grandmother used to play like this and and I get it now, man. I thank you for the gift of technology. I thank you for the gift of being able to share things with people that I may not see. Um, and that I may not be able to ever encounter in person, but you have created these tools for us to be able to do that. And, and man, that's not lost on me. So I, I thank you for this platform. Um, I thank you for, in whatever capacity you trust me and you are entrusting me to share what it is you're saying. And it's my prayer that I continue to do that, that I only say what you say. Um, I only sing what you would sing Um, and anything outside of that, that my heart is turned away from it or repelled from it just as yours is. So in Jesus name we pray, amen. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, let me know what you think, man. Please uh, follow me on Instagram um, at KCJ Music. Um, send me DMs um, if this has really um, blessed you in any kind of way. I get messages all the time, but I think it's important for us to in the in <laughs> the in the same. Vein of celebrating. I think it's important for us to use these platforms that are necessarily exclusively for faith based content to let people know that these types of things matter to us. Um, so if this episode has blessed you or if this podcast has blessed you, man, please consider just leaving a comment or, um, leaving a review on. Uh, I know a lot of people listen on Apple podcasts like that. That stuff really matters and it helps us have just a little bit more visibility that maybe people who don't hear these types of messagings. Maybe they don't go to a local church or, or whatever. Maybe they, they don't necessarily feel like it it meets them where they are, that this type of platform can become more available to them by becoming more visible. Um, so those things matter. Um, I appreciate it. It's a lot of ums. I'm going to work on that too. We should have like an um meter. How many times I say um when I talk, but hopefully the messaging gets through there some kind of way, but I appreciate it. So my name is Casey and you are listening to Musings of a Wildflower and hopefully you'll come back for the rest of the series um, entitled Take the Stairs. See ya.